0: This is Ana Carmo with UN News. Hurricanes, COVID-19 and now the Ukraine crisis, these are the three main reasons why hunger levels are spiking across Latin America and the Caribbean. According to the UN World Food Programme, or WFP, many families are so desperate that they are prepared to risk their lives on a highly dangerous jungle crossing linking South and North America known as the Darien Gap. With the details, here is WFP's Regional Director for Latin America and the Caribbean, Lola Castro, who has been talking to UN News' Daniel Johnson in Geneva. We have very serious challenges. The challenges started not with COVID-19. They started much before. There was already a crisis, and that was a climatic crisis. The countries are very much affected by hurricanes, drought, floods, and who is more affected of that? The most vulnerable, the poorest of the poor, and a lot of times the indigenous populations, and especially women. Women are seriously affected. Now, the COVID comes in, and we hit around 17 million people, severely food insecure only in the 13 countries where WFP works in the region. And we were doing well. At the end of 2021, we came down to 8.3 million people food insecure. So we were happy, we were doing well, and suddenly we hit the Ukraine crisis coming. What happens? Food inflation, increase of fuel prices. The countries in our region, the countries where WFP works, they are not Food producers, cereal producers, they import more than they produce. So the food import ratio, the cereal import ratio is very much against them. The people who are really struggling, who were struggling during COVID to have a full three meals a day, now they are struggling again. And in the last month, we have had one million people increase severely food insecure just because of the Ukraine crisis.
1: Okay, just for the benefit of myself and our listeners, what does severely food insecure mean? Does it mean you can't find anything to eat every day or every other day or three meals a day? Severely food
0: insecure will mean that you can eat maybe once a day and especially it's related to access. Access meaning that you don't have enough money to buy what is a decent meal for your family. Every day, three meals, a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner. You will eat one of them because you don't have enough money to buy the proper food.
1: Okay, and it's often the mothers of the household who go without, isn't it, to feed the children. One thing I wanted to talk about was something that Michelle Bachelet, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, spoke about in the Human Rights Council yesterday. She said that according to the World Food Programme, the estimates were at the start of the year that 276 million people were were destined to be food insecure this year. That will rise in part because of the Ukraine crisis and the war there following the Russian invasion to 323 million. How many of those are going to be affected then in Latin America in the 13 countries where you operate?
0: In the 13 countries where we operate, we estimate around 14 million will be affected. This is a forecast and an estimation. But the issue here is that really the governments are not having now enough fiscal space because they have used all their money during the COVID-19 to support the people to provide the transfers, cash transfers, food transfers. So now the governments are asking, what can we do? They are in a huge bottleneck now. So they are coming to the UN, they are coming to World Food Programme and asking us, what can we do to really increase the number of people we are supporting with transfers? Because the needs are increasing. And while the needs are increasing, we are getting less resources, less money to be able to buy other food or do transfers. So that's a huge problem we have in Latin
1: America. The problem is, as I think you're finding, is that people are having to leave their countries in search of work, in search of better opportunities, leading to migration and increased vulnerability, in particular food insecurity. So how's the World Food Programme helping to tackle these problems?
0: Yeah, migration. Look, migration, Daniel, we used to talk about migration in the north of Central America, like the caravans from El Salvador, Guatemala, or Honduras. But now we're talking, now at this moment, we're talking about hemispheric migration. The continent is on the move. And we are talking about almost mass migration already. And with this crisis, we are seeing many more. Let me give you a couple of examples. When we have been doing interviews, in the continent around 15% of the population of the whole Latin America and the Caribbean has intentions to migrate, 15% of the population. And then when you go to the north of Central America, it goes all the way to 43%, almost half of the population wants to migrate. If you go to the Caribbean, around 20% of some islands that are very badly hit by the crisis, the triple crisis, have intention to migrate. So basically, you have a continent on the move, and it's not spoken about. Only everybody thinks that it should be spoken only in the north of America. But no, it's the whole continent. Now, let me tell you, the big situation here is that the people have been affected by the climate crisis. They lost, for example, Eta Iota hurricanes, one and a half years ago, they destroyed livelihoods of millions of people. So these people then they couldn't rehabilitate their houses, their fields, their lands, so they had to move. They moved to the cities first and then they go to the path north. But then you have also a very interesting thing, new trails, new routes, the Darien Gap. The Darien Gap is called the Darien Gap because it's where in Central America and South America are not connected. There is a simple forest there, a deep forest, a very difficult forest. In 2020 5000 people crossed this forest. You know how many crossed in 2021? 151000 people. And in 2022 in the first quarter we saw a 140% increment in the number of people that cross against 2021. So it's a crazy thing to happen. You walk 10 days in the forest going to the seas, climb mountains with your children, women etc. Many are dying there. And it's really very bad. Why people take these dangerous journeys? Because they have no other option. They have no food. They have no social services. Their basic needs in their countries, in their regions, are not covered, so they move.